Welcome to the Grow Equation Podcast, a training podcast for service-based business owners who want to hashtag work less, earn more. Your host, Diana Lidstone, has been working with businesses for more than three decades to help them get known as the undeniable authority in their industry, ramp up their profits, and optimize their resources with the end goal that they work less and earn more. So if you're ready to implement simple steps to banish the hustle and to do business differently, then stop. Stop folding laundry or running on your treadmill, grab a pen and paper, and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Grow Equation Business Podcast. Now, listeners, I just got back from a three-day wellness spa retreat where I totally indulged myself, and it was all about me first. And I treated myself to a stone massage, you know, the hot stone massages, a foot detox. There was a sauna, an outdoor hot tub. But for me, one of the biggest, I'll call it adventures, was eating vegan for three days. But it was something new that I tried. But here's the thing. During my time away, I was with my daughter and two of her buddies, so 30-somethings. And it reminded me about a time in my life where I questioned, is this all there is to life? Am I playing out? Am I living my purpose? Mm. Well, listeners, today's guest helps women achieve levels of success that they never dreamed possible by helping them craft their best life vision and then turning that vision into a reality. Now, while I was on my retreat, I happened to kind of be part of a conversation with my daughter and her friends where they were questioning things like their job choices, their housing choices. Should they become mothers? Should they become mothers without partners? There was a lot of stuff going on. But really, the essence was, how can I be happier? How can I have more joy? Mm -hmm. And it stuck with me then that many of us just don't take that time to really think about what we want from our lives and our business. So today's podcast episode, we're continuing this theme about vision. And that's why I'm so excited to welcome this guest, Carly Conley. Carly, welcome aboard. Thank you. I love the name Carly, but it's actually Carrie. Oh, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I actually like the name Carly. I'm going to adopt that, Diana. <laughs> there we are. There we are. There's a goof. Anyway, it's anyway. all good, girl. It's all good. All right. So thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. But apart from being a nationally recognized speaker, author, and entrepreneur, and mom, she specializes helping people create life changing visions. Mm. And I understand that she has a very personal story, and I'm hoping she will share that today because she helps women create, develop, and execute rock-solid, bigger-than-life visions that propel them to exceed all areas of their life. So, you know, I'm always curious. I myself love this whole idea of having a vision, and I don't mean just like a vision board or the word of the year and that type of thing. But for me, it's all about what is your definition of success and then reverse engineer it. So I'd be interested to hear about how you got into this and what it means for you. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you had this conversation with some 30-year-olds, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because 
my story began is that when I was in my late twenties, I was working the nine to five gig, which we all did. Cause this was the late eighties, Diana. So we all, you know, followed that yep. path. Right. Yeah. My husband was very successful in that. I just did not fit that nine to five mold. And so my first mentor entered my life and she was the first person to say, you know, you can create your life to look like whatever you want it to look like. You just have to be clear on that. And so she encouraged me to sit down and take a day, which I did. I took a day off of work and with a legal pad of paper, because again, this was the late 80s, right? I got really clear on every area of my life, what I wanted to create, my family, my friends, my finances, field, all the things. And because I took the time to do that, Diane, I'm very aware now 30 years later, that what I was doing was really getting clear about what was my purpose, what God wanted me to do, what the universe had in store for me. And things started to fall into place. One of the things that I had written was that I knew I wanted to have my own home-based business because we were getting ready to start a family. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. Wrote a lot of ideas about different things, but I was very clear that I wanted to stay home. I wanted to build residual income. I wanted to earn trips and the whole thing. And I got introduced to a network marketing company at that point called Arbon, which many people are very familiar with. Yep, for sure. And because my vision was so strong, I went to the top rank in the company while I was raising my kids and built a really large team of people. And the one thing I had to teach them, Diana, before anything else was how to have a crystal clear, bigger than life vision on paper, because I knew that if they didn't have that, they were going to quit. Yeah. And it's so simple, yet so many people take the time. And my first awareness of this was years ago, I'll go back to the 80s. And I was working as a marketing coordinator for a financial advisor. And people would come in and the one question they always said was, well, how much do I need to save? And he would say, well, that depends. (laughs) And that depends what they wanted their retirement to look like. And so that was a real aha moment for me when it came to business as well, because you need to know what you want to do, what you want to succeed at. So, Yep. Yep. You have to have the vision first. Yeah. And beyond just what you said, beyond just a beautiful vision board, I have one. I'm staring at it right now Mm -hmm. and having it written. The next thing, and this is an exercise that I walk people through, is I get people to put dates on things. This is the catch. (laughs) Yes, it is. This is the key that nobody wants to do. They're like, what do you mean I have to put, you know, because what they tell me is they've got a someday plan happening. You know, someday I want to have a beach house for my grandkids. I'm now a grandmother, by the way. You know, someday I want to have enough money to be able to travel around the world. Someday I want to build a home for my mother. You know, they have all these someday things but there's no dates on it. And so without the date of when they're going to hit that target, there's no action plan that they can reverse engineer into, right? So So, true, so true. Yeah. So what I have people do, the exercise portion, when I do vision workshops or talks is I get people to sit down and the first thing I get them to do at the top of a piece of paper is write the date as if it's three years from that day. And then right after the date, write how old they will be how old their partners will be, their kids, grandkids, you know, all the people that are involved in their life. Because the two things that we know is time and aging is, you know, non-negotiable. And nobody wants to sit down and nobody thinks about that. But when we do that and we can project forward, we can see, wow, there are some things coming, some life shifts that I need to be prepared for. And some things that I really want to make happen in my life before that age, that point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
So we can get a little bit more real about the plan then. When I'm working with clients, we also do much the same sort of thing. It's I call it defining their definition of success. What does success mean to them? And then, you know, how many hours do you want to work a week? What does it look like? And, you know, your whole idea of putting a date, people really have trouble with that. eh? Yeah, they do. (laughs) Yeah. And I can see it when I've got a live audience and I ask them to do this. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, (laughs) you know, and I ask them, okay, well, tell me how you're feeling about that. Because after I get them to write the date, Diana, then I get them to think about the seven F's in life their face life, whatever that looks like for them, family, friends, fitness and health, finances, their field, their career, and fun, seven Fs. I love it. Yeah. And so I get them to start writing as if it's three years out, defining what it looks like in those seven areas as much as possible. And then after they do the writing, that's when I get them to dialogue with me and say, okay, well, how do you feel about that? And, you know, there's a lot of positivity. A lot of people say, wow, this is so great. It gives me hope. It gives me some direction. I can now see some action steps I need to put into place. But a lot of times there's a lot of anxiety because they can't see how it can possibly happen with the circumstances they're in right now. Anxious because they know they need to make some shifts in their life, maybe with regards to relationships they're in. Big time afraid of the accountability. They're afraid to tell anybody about the vision because it means they actually have to go do it. But this is where we have to address now, okay, those feelings that you're having right now are the walls between you and your vision. And so if we can't attack the wall, whatever that blocker is, let's say it is fear or doubt or whatever, we're never going to get to the goal. Yeah, exactly. I think sometimes, and I know this happens with business owners, they get so overwhelmed and this is me for sure. I want to see how it's all going to work out. I need to know all these little pieces of how it's going to work. And that just throws you into overwhelm right? because it's not really about the how, the how will come, right? Yes. Yeah. The how will come. And that is the other thing I see. I ask people, how many of you right now don't see the vision because you need a game plan to get there first? Yeah. And of course, many hands go up and I tell them, you know, the hard news I'm going to tell you is the vision comes first. The how shows up later, like it did for me. Mm -hmm. When I took that day, Diana, in the late eighties and wrote everything out, I had no idea where it was going to come from. I just knew what I wanted, but because I wrote it it started happening. And that's why I got introduced to Arvon a year later after I'd had my son and I was pregnant with my daughter, the house showed up. And the cool thing was, is when it showed up, I was like, boom, and that's it. That's right. That's you what know, I've asked for. You see the opportunity because you know what you're kind of looking for. It checked all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Stay at home, residual income, earn the trips, build a leadership team, you know, all the things that I had written came in that one vehicle. And I knew it the minute I saw it, it was a no brainer. Yeah. That's the benefit. You just hit the nail on the head. You know it when you see it because you know what you're looking for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I continue to work with a lot of female entrepreneurs, not solely, but that's generally what I attract are female entrepreneurs, a lot of coaches. Sure. Because most of what I see, and I'm sure you do too, are entrepreneurs that don't have a vision strong enough, don't have target dates, which means they don't have revenue goals written. So they're running really expensive hobbies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I have them do is flip that around, which I'm sure you do too, right? They're just guessing, they're winging it. Their whole business is built on a wing and a prayer. Yes. Uh, There's no design, there's no purpose. Yep. And that's when, you know, 
a lot of them, I find they have achieved some level of success, but that's when they hit the wall. Yes. And they can't seem to take it to the next level because they don't know what the next level looks like. They don't know what they want. And they're not making decisions from that future place. And what's happening is because they don't have a vision to use as a guide on their decision-making, specifically with their time, their money, and the people they spend it with. They're doing way too many things. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I say this all the time. Upside of being an entrepreneur is we're super creative people. The downside of being an entrepreneur is we're super creative people. Yes. We want to do this. We go after all the shiny objects, which are all really good things, but they're not the best thing. So when you have a really clear vision, like I do right now, of where I'm going by the end of this month, the end of this quarter, the end of this year, you tend to take on too many things. And what I'm able to do is look at the vision of where I'm going and it's an easy yes or no. And a lot of it is no. Perfect. I love that. Yeah. 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 It really helps you work smarter, not harder. Yeah. I saw the other day, so I have a client and I know that, you know, she has a combination of things on her plate and I know she can get overwhelmed. And then I saw that she took on something else and I went, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> you know, I felt, <laughs> well, the very first thing with my clients, I'm sure you do too, is not them coming to me knowing what to do. Usually we have to untangle a whole bunch of stuff first so that we can get really lined up with just the one best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I call it simplifying their business and get rid of all this extraneous stuff. Just focus on one thing first. And that's when it becomes easier. Do you work mostly with, well, you said coaches, so their business. And do you work on their life vision as well as their business vision? Yes. Because as entrepreneurs, they're intertwined, right? We can't separate them out because the business we're doing is creating the lifestyle we want. And we or have to it, do it. Or it should be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I end up working with a lot of female entrepreneurs, mostly in service-based businesses. Mm-hmm. A lot of them being coaches because I am one. And a lot of team leaders, a lot of women who are leading teams either in an entrepreneurial space like I was in, like network marketing or direct sales, or they are leading a team of maybe some employees or they're managing or whatever. Because if I can help them have a more clear vision of who they are and what their purpose is, they're going to be better leaders for these people. Right. So, yeah, I love it. I talk about visualize like a CEO, think like a CEO, you've got to plan like a CEO, and then you've got to lead like a CEO. Right. And I think your vision helps you do all of those things. Yes. Fixes just about everything. Like I said earlier, (laughs) fixes just about everything. (laughs) Seriously, I can name 20 things. And when I speak in front of people, depending on the group, Diana, I will pick my top 10 things vision helps fix, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The boundary thing is a big thing. Yes. Around your time, money, and the people you spend it with. You can't create a revenue-based game plan without a vision first. It's not possible. You can't be a leader without a vision. That's not possible either. And here's the part of my story that I was sure that you asked. When people learn my story, I also talk about how vision becomes the anchor in all the storms of your life because I've lost both my husband and my son in the past almost eight years now, both to suicide three years apart. And the way that I kept going was because I am super clear on my vision and my purpose. And people get so derailed with adversity of life, of whatever adversity, right? They just drift. 
and get off track. And without that vision of purpose and being clear on what your mission is while you're here on this earth, it's so easy to get off track. I can't imagine those losses, truthfully. And having a strong vision, I can see how it would keep you on track or bring you back to yes. life, if you will. Did you have some support that helped you sort of, you know, stay focused? Because I can't imagine doing it through the storm, like you say. With Well, yeah, obviously, I have a lot of dear friends and family who have walked through all of this with me. I have my daughter. I have my faith. My faith is everything. Okay. My faith is everything. I'm very, very clear that this little conversation we're having is a blip on the radar, girl. It's not just... And I had a lot of people that I was still coaching and mentoring. And I take that very seriously when people invest in me as their coach. So I obviously took some time off and they graciously gave that to me, but I felt very responsible to them, especially because I knew they were going through their own adversities to show up and to show them how your vision will get you through anything if it is aligned with what is true for you. Right. right. If it's aligned with, I often talk about their, I want to say core values, but I think it's even more than core values. You know, it's what do you hold dear to you? Some people call it lifestyle values. Yes. So, you know, and before all those big things happened, what kept me going, Diana, what kept me working through building two businesses now and all the things that come with that, right? (laughs) Was because my vision of what I wanted was bigger than the wall that I was hitting. So all the walls that entrepreneurs hit, you know, the fear, the doubt, the rejection, the imposter syndrome, the losses of family members and friends that as you're building a business, a lot of people think you're crazy. When I jumped into the network marketing industry in the eighties, <laughs> it's like, you're doing what, <laughs> you know, but they couldn't see my vision. They couldn't see what I saw. And what I saw was the ability to use all of my desires and my talents to the best use while still creating the lifestyle that I wanted for my family. So on the days that I wanted to quit, which there were so many, what kept me going was the vision of what I wanted on the other side. So I would push through those walls and eventually they were not walls anymore. This is where the personal growth comes in, right? So when people get stuck in themselves, which we do, where the only reason you're not where you want to be is because of yourself, nothing else. It's because we're not pushing through the wall. And the reason we're not pushing through the wall is because our vision is not big enough on the other side. And so if you could, you know, give, I don't know, a couple of quick tips on how to build, you know, a vision that's big enough. I mean, you know, we're not taking this into the depths of everything, but would there be like a couple of steps? I mean, you started by, you know, you've got to pick a date and walk us through a little bit of what you might do. Yeah, sure. So first thing is, you know, I talked to them about all the reasons why vision fixes just about everything, which we've hit on a couple. Yes. Second thing is, yes, we start with putting a date. And then the third thing is to write a letter to somebody with that date three years out on it, pretending like three years have passed and you have not talked to this person. So you're getting them up to speed on what has happened over the past three years in in as much detail as possible. So for example, Diana, if you and I left here today and we didn't talk until three years later, and I decided to sit down and write you a letter, I'm going to get you up to speed on all the things I have done, I'm doing, and I'm planning to do. And the more detail, the better. So instead of just saying, hey, we're taking a couple of vacations every year, I'm going to define to you when we go 
specifically where we're going, who's going, what we're doing, because God in the universe loves detail. That's how it works. So make that letter long and big and bold and don't leave anything out only because you can't see why the how will show up. Oh, I totally believe that. Yeah. Yeah. The last tip would be now we need to identify what's the stopping point. What's going to be the blocker that's going to keep you from where you are now to that vision, because that's where you need to set some baby step goals on to break down the blocker, right? So SMART goals. I'm sure you're familiar with that acronym. Very specific, measurable, achievable, relatable, time-framed goals. Perfect. Yes, exactly. And I love that. So we've got, you know, vision fixes just about everything. You've got to pick some dates because someday isn't an action plan. Right. Write a letter to yourself or to this person that three years have passed. And it's what you've done, what you're doing and what you plan to do. Number four is identify these blocks so that you can actually set some goals. Right. Is that about it? Yes. That's it. Question is, do you recommend doing this more than once? You know, it's kind of funny because how it works. I'm a big fan of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm -hmm. And I study this so, so much because we get so caught up in the little things. And really, it's about what you think about. It's not so much about the doing and the action plan. It's your thought process. So once you get it out of your head and onto paper, and then you've got an execution plan that you're following, right? You shouldn't need to rewrite it all that often if it was true for you. Now, I do go away in the month of my birthday, which is May, and I do revisit my vision. I take a look at it and I see if there's anything that's changed in my life that I need to adjust or things that I want to add to it that wasn't there before because my vision has gotten bigger. But the root of my vision hasn't changed much over the past 30 years, Diana, because it's my core values and it's authentic for what I've always wanted for my life. And you've taken time. I think that's the part where entrepreneurs or business owners just don't gift themselves that time, right? And to dive deep into it because they go, oh, there's too much going on. I got to put out all these fires or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if we take the time, like I said, you'll be able to fix a few things where you're getting a little stuck or you're off track or mostly for us, especially in this culture, we're just doing too much. Oh yeah. Got to wear the badge of busy, right? Yes. And I am a culprit of that. I've got gatekeepers that help me from doing that. (laughs) Oh, good for you. Good for you. My daughter is my biggest gatekeeper. She's like, yeah, we're not doing that. Because of our story, we co-authored a book together in 2019 called Keep Looking Up. And so now my daughter and I sometimes speak on stage together because now she is also a speaker and a coach. But my daughter is super simple. She keeps things very, very simple. My to-do list will be 20 things. She's got three. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you have a really special relationship with your daughter. Very special. So before I ask you the last question, I just want to give a little something for our listeners. And if you're listening to this and you're wondering, how the heck am I going to craft my own, what I call big picture vision for your business and turn it into reality, I have a couple of suggestions. I think Carrie has certainly outlined them here. There's some earlier episodes of this podcast, which talk about visioning. You can also head over to my website where I have my top five proven client getting secrets 
And when you download that, you get to be put on my newsletter list, which comes out weekly. And then you'll get notified when I do my next free workshop on Roadmap to Success. So work less, earn more. And that fits into what I call the GROW equation, which is G plus R plus O equals W. So G is you got to get known as the undeniable authority in your mm-hmm. field, which you already have. You've got to R, ramp up your profits. And I talk about profits and not revenue. So it's what are those metrics? What are you going to double down on? And what are you going to let go of? And O is optimize your resources, whether it's your team, whether it's your website, whatever it happens to be. And when you combine all of these together, you can build a business where you work less and earn more. So final question for you, what does work less, earn more look like for you? And have you come up against some sort of stumbling block in your journey? I read a game changer of a book not too long ago called The Big Leap. Yes. And I've quoted it many times. And when I coach, I talk about this. When I speak, I talk about this. And I also remind myself of this every day. The Big Leap is all about you staying in your zone of genius, doing the one thing that you are called to do and staying in that zone, staying in that lane. The stumbling block is that we get good at lots of other things. (laughs) So we like to try and stay in that lane, but oh, I'll just spend a little bit of time on that and a little bit of time on that. And what happens when you do that is you create a drag in your leap to success. Those people who have reached seven figures, billionaires, all that, they know the secret and the secret is they stay in their zone. They do the one thing that they do best and everything else works out. They do. And they keep it simple. Yes. They keep it simple. Do that one thing, do it really well. Yeah. You know, if we're talking about social media, it's not about being on every freaking platform. It's just, you know, mastering that one thing. Yes. Uh, really getting known as the undeniable authority in your field. You are the undeniable authority in vision. And I think you said something about, what is it you said? Today is not someday. Is that what? Title of my talk. Today is not your someday. You just need a plan, I think is what it is. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing with the listeners here today on the Grow Equation podcast. I really appreciate it. And if you would like to connect or have questions for Carrie, all her contact information is going to be in the show notes. And thank you listeners so much. Until next week, remember, you can do this. Thanks for listening to the Grow Equation Business Training Podcast, where it's all about hashtag work less, earn more. Before you go, please take a moment to leave us a review. If you enjoyed this and want more of Diana, you're invited to join her private Facebook community for live trainings, articles, and Q&A. Head over to facebook.com slash groups slash think like a CEO with Diana. Until next time, thanks for listening.